Welcome back to The Grinder. James and I are here in the building, ready to rock and roll. You going to tell them about our special guest today? Our special guest is me. That's right. <laughs> it is no one. Nobody today, man. It's just you and I. I yeah. don't think they're going to like that. Man, Lincoln was great, was he not? No, yeah, dude, I, both of them were, man. Lincoln yeah. and Ralph, they uh, they're great guys. I'm I'm proud to know them, and um, hopefully we can get a little bit more information out of them at some point. Squeeze them for all their knowledge, like a freaking wet rag. Yeah, that's right. Cool. That's right. Um, and then we have to be on the soaking end of that. Mm-hmm. Is- Stoking? What the what the hell does that mean? No, soaking. You know, like soaking, soaking oh. up information and like water would do. Gotcha. I thought you said. Well, I don't even know what you said. Anyways, you said stroking. Yeah. That's yeah. See, I mean, we might pull more guests that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might be excited about. Hey, have me back on, guys. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> um, enough of the silliness. And the old grab ass. And we yeah. got today, man. What's what's new Bro, in the world of Addison and real estate? Real estate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a quick tip. We are finally leveling at like an increase. Does that make sense? As far as the uh, yes, you're talking about at home values. Home values that we're like a level increase versus we were like shooting straight up. Everything was going like crazy, and now we've kind of teetered to where it's like it's a things are good, man, and and it, it feels good. You can feel the market. You can also feel things are finally coming to where they should be. Uh, things are not settling, but they're still it's comfortable, and it's it's a comfortable rise. So. Um, homes are sitting a little bit like an extra two or three days on the market versus two days. Um, gotcha. so, so that's, that's, that, that's a good, that's a good place to be because it's hard to keep inventory. You know, things are that when things were moving so fast, a house wouldn't sit more than a day on the market if it was in my hands. Um, mm. but it, it's, it's, it was, it was crazy there for a minute. So it's, it's good. So to, this helps provide some, so the stabilization, you know, I, didn't really, I haven't really, really thought about it, but I mean, so that helps really provide some stability. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, when you're having to close three or four homes a month and you're having to replenish those back, you know, it's, it's all about inventory. Like if you can't keep things in inventory, you know, supply and demand, it, it, it's, it's a hard thing to keep, keep control of. So. Gotcha. We were seeing some really good numbers, and we still are seeing some really good numbers as far as like home values. Um, I would, I would, I would really be interested to see what your home value would be on your new home. That's hopefully, with hopefully with the money we've put in it, once we bought it, it's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a pretty good, especially in the location you're at, man. Like, yeah, but not to say that we're going down or anything. I mean, things are still pretty freaking nuts around here, but. Um, it's good to feel like I'm able to hang on to a few things. Yeah. 
you actually got a minute to think about what you're doing. Yeah, because it's it's been it's been crazy, and so you know, falling into that, I'm going to talk about my business and where I'm at, and see if I can throw some things at you and see if you can bounce some stuff back. Um, I think that's pretty much what we're good at is throwing each other's ideas back and forth. I thought all we were good at was making fun of each other. <laughs> you know, it is your hairline and versus mine. So, yeah, yeah, I, I lose at that one, huh? Yeah. So, uh, what's wrong over there? You well, being a pouty little bitch for. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man. Today, I, I woke up and I was like, man, I feel good today, man. And then I come into the office and I'm like, I get a phone call from the new hire, and we we're in, we're in the middle of doing an interchange as far as um, admins go. And we are the, the issue that we're running into is we're pulling from inside the company. If that makes sense, like inside the Keller Williams. And we have like a culture here to where things are done kind of certain way. And I'm kind of playing with that culture, if that makes sense. Um, and so I'm trying to do the best that I can to make sure things are, um, you know, level at the end of the day. And a lot of this, um, I didn't go poaching. It's just something that kind of fell in my lap and it made more sense than where I'm at now. And we were looking for a new admin anyways. And so the chance arose and I'm very big on just pulling the trigger. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you and I are going to sit down and I'll think about everything else when I get to it, right? Well, we are in that situation. I was thinking that I had about two to three weeks to make a decision and kind of pull the trigger. And I've sat down with her. I've done her interviews. And so she spoke to, we'll say her boss um, on Friday. No, yesterday. He spoke to her boss yesterday. And he was like, he, she was like, I'm willing to do a two week notice and kind of get everything worked out. Well, he said, yeah, well, we don't need two weeks. You're good today. And kind of just was like, boom, done. Now, I told our current admin that we were looking and that we had found a candidate and that we are looking to make a transition within two to three weeks. Now, I'm looking at a transition by next Monday. So for the business standpoint, it makes complete sense. I move her. And I, I put the new one in and it's a plug and play. We start rolling. The issue I'm having now is like a moral chance of saying, hey, look, admin, we, um, our timelines got pushed. I know I said I was going to give you two weeks, but, you know, what do, we, what do I do now? You know, do I just push her out of the way and say, look, I do appreciate everything you've done, but our timeline got moved, so your timeline got moved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Thanks, man. I mean, it, it's, it's one thing if somebody does work and you don't pay them for it, yeah. that's stealing, man. I don't care how you put it and vice versa. Somebody is getting paid to do work and they don't do it. That's stealing employee, yeah. whatever contractor, right? Um, <clears throat> if projects change, timelines move, expectations change. I mean, you know, I, I think it's a good reminder for everybody listening here that's maybe right now um, a 
sole proprietor, you know, just an individual and working towards, or just starting to build out a team, you can't predict the future. Um, I think you try to mitigate changes as much as you can, but when things happen and you got to move with it, I mean, you being able to adapt, I think is a, is a huge asset as a business owner and you got to be willing to adapt and adapt isn't always the thing you want to do or the thing, the easy thing, right? Like it's not always the good thing. Like you're adapting for something great. I mean, it sounds like in this situation, it is good. Um, you're getting to pick up a, a new person that's going to be a better fit for you. And as you grow, I think that's a natural occurrence. There's people that I hired when I first started that I would, there's no way in hell I would hire today. Yeah. And those people aren't with me anymore because I've, my company's evolved and I've evolved with it. And those people would not be good fits in my company today. Right. <clears throat> you know, it's nothing personal. They've went on, they're doing stuff and they're happy and that's fantastic. So it sounds like to me, you know, you're, um, you're maybe trying to delay the inevitable, which they're right. already aware of. Timelines change, man. It's business. Um, as long as you pay them what's owed to them, you yeah. know, if they've worked through today or whatever date, uh, there's nobody who's ever left my company that can ever say that I didn't pay them what was due to them. You know? Right, right, yeah. I, frankly, anybody I've contracted work with, anything, nobody can say that I haven't paid them what was due to them. And they may not like me. They may think I'm an asshole, you know, but they can't, they, they don't have that on me. Nobody does. So, uh, you know, I think as long as you try to live that value and uh, can can honestly say that, then – Man, timelines change. You do yeah. what you got to do. The business ain't going to change, you know, for you. I mean, if, if, you're, if your company was, uh, you didn't get something done and it shorted the company and you couldn't collect a paycheck, would you give yourself a pass on it? Would you write a, would you write a check out of, out of an account where the money's not there? Not a you chance. can't. Can you? No. Right. So, you know, like you wouldn't get a pass on that. Business yeah. calls for something. You got to make it happen, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's about some, some people may see it different. Putting the scope on it and pulling the trigger, I guess. Absolutely, man. I mean, you want to you want to continue to move forward and evolve your company? Um, or do you want to continue the vicious cycle of the things you know that don't work? Yeah, that's not gonna run. There is people more talented than me. Um smarter in my industry that would still not be a good fit for my company. Right. Well, it has, it has nothing to do. I mean, there's just going to be good fits that meet your values or your skill sets or your experience, whatever the case, like, you know, a lot of people get butt hurt over this shit and, um, you know, I, I really don't get it. Like I struggle with it. I, I mean, I guess at the end of the day though, people don't want to feel like a failure, but no, because you don't fit in in a company, you have to move. Um, in my mind, doesn't make you a failure. Right. It's just, Usually, it's failure of leadership. Yeah. Usually. And, man, I'm, and I'm telling you, like that. That's where I've been focusing. Like a lot of my time, my extra time is focusing on that leadership um, development 
you know, of course, you know, a lot of that has to come from knowledge and it also has to come from experience. And so I guess put those two together kind of creates wisdom, but, um, and, and my, my thought process is like, man, I'm going to grab as much information I can from as many as people that I know that are in that position. And, you know, this is one of those things that I was, it, it was a red mark on my calendar for nine thirty. It was, you know, I have to hire a new admin and it just happened to work out like these things work out in a, in a way that you don't always understand. And it's like, I just got to pull the trigger on it. I guess I'm having like a, a, I guess it's more of like empathy more than you, you like, I, I normally don't have so much empathy and it's, I also have never had this type of employee where I had to let them go. And it's not for a reason for them It's a reason for the company. If that makes sense. It's, it's just a different, it's a different position that I'm in. So I think that's why it's a little bit different. Have you ever, have you ever, um, have you ever dumped a chick? Yes. That's probably not the part. Right have you ever dumped a lady? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. You ever been dumped? Yes. Okay. First time sucks really bad. Right. Like, and then it kind of gets a little like more normal. Like, Hey, it's just not a good fit. You know, you get a little more experience. I, 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 understand where you're coming from. Cause I've been there. I will say it gets easier as you have more people working with you, not from the sense of just experience, but, um, from you realizing you got a lot more of a group to guard. You know, yeah. if somebody comes in here and they're not a good fit now, I start thinking about the, the rest of the people that work for me. Like, Ooh, this is toxic. It's not just me. If this thing fails, it's everybody right. that it affects. So if there's somebody who's not a right fit, it's got to go. Like I'm, I'm going to push a lot harder. I'm going to make a decision a lot sooner. I'm going to work on corrective, corrective behavior uh, a lot faster um, to try to move that in the right direction because it's not just my livelihood's important, but it's everybody that's here. Everybody here is a team. We're all working together trying to make this thing great. And um, you know, but like I said, going back to, you know, making those mistakes early on, like I said, there's people who were here that are not here and they definitely wouldn't be here today. And it's not necessarily because my company outgrew them. It's just because I've grown in my leadership abilities and I can realize and I can spot what is more of who we are. So I will say the, what seems like an issue today is, is a good thing because you're identifying more of what your company needs, what you need and how to better fit that. So like, it sucks, but there's always kind of that silver lining, you know, yeah. what, however the hell people say that that's it. I mean, that's maybe confirmation that, that you're getting better at this. You're recognizing what needs to happen and how your company's growing. Yeah. And that I, I definitely feel um, the growing pains coming and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a, it's a change, man. Uh, well, I will say that. Um, and then, so you, I mean, everything you said really makes sense and it's, it's one of those things that I keep feeling um, I'm super excited for the next chapter, bringing, bringing this next person in. I know that it's going to be such a good fit that it's everything that I needed. Um, it's everything that I needed now. 
if that makes sense. When I, when yeah. I first looked for this position, it wasn't what I needed and it, I wouldn't have been able to take care of it. So now, you know, with, with everything that's going on and that I'm actually going to be able to make that position work for me versus me making that position work for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I mean, like I said, a lot of people want to, myself included, I, the things that I've, I've had to go through with the company, um, my, my team and myself, you know, there's been so much growing from that. I look back on it as a highlight. Like I look back and I'm thankful for it. Right. But then I try to put that to the things I'm going through now with my company, which are just as important to me. The things now are bigger, but they equate to just what I dealt with when I was starting out. And you know, it's, it's funny. So I look on the past and the struggles and I'm thankful for them because I needed those steps to learn, to grow. Right. But then I look at the struggles in front of me currently and I don't view them the same way. I view them as exactly what they are. Just a pain in my ass. Right. Did you notice that? Isn't yeah. that weird? How as humans we do that? Like we look back like, Oh man, that was so tough, but I'm thankful for it. Well then you got a tough thing in front of you right now and it turns you into a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. What sense does that make? Why are you not? Why are you not uh, appreciative of the the obstacle in front of you right now? Why are you not seeing? Like Ed Milet says, sometimes things aren't happening to you; they're happening for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. that's a really true statement. And I feel, I, I definitely feel that um, currently, and just you know, just over the past few months since since I've kind of changed the way that I've been looking at things. Um, inside my company, I can, I, I feel it. And it's just a different, there's a lot of, a lot of things that I've, I've kind of, I've had to come through with this business. You'd be surprised how emotional, um, how emotionally you change when you start looking at things a little bit higher versus, you know, in, in the, in the ground of things, you know, it, it's a lot different than being in the field than looking over everybody and saying, okay, well, now I understand where we need to go. Yeah, kind of taking that step back and, and, and seeing it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Changing it. Um, and then so the next little situation that I'm having is very simply the, the culture inside our company, um, my company, and then also Keller Williams. The fact that I'm pulling this person from inside Keller Williams from another team that that's a little bit tricky because now I'm, I'm given another integrity test to say, Hey, it's my duty to call this guy and let him know, Hey, this is the situation at hand. She'll be coming on our team. I just want to make sure there's no hard feelings kind of situation. Cause he, he's taken it very negatively, which I mean, I guess I could see, but. So, um, I mean, it's not your job to figure out how people should process something, right? But, man, I'm big on that, though. I don't care if I'm presenting to a client, uh, if it's something at home, right, that that I'm working through, or wherever. The office, if there's an elephant in the room, I, I, I like, I point that thing out quick. I mean, I, we go through it in detail, like, let's just talk about it. Um, 
you know, it's kind of like going back. Remember like back in school when like two guys would get in a fight over something stupid, like literally getting a fist fight. And yeah. then they were like buddies by the end of the week. Yeah. Cause like they went through something together, you know what I mean? And it kind of bonds them in a weird right. way. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. It is. But, it is different. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I think if there's, there's conflict there, get it out, flush it out, man. Don't let that shit hang around. It's just nothing but negativity uh, that plagues everyone. Even if it's not your problem. I mean, I think you can just keep addressing it and try to make it better. So my goal in life is not to get, not to get along or to agree with everyone. Um, let me rephrase that. I said that completely wrong. My, my goal is not to agree with everyone or them agree with me. That'd be really, that'd be really boring. Uh, but I want to do my best to get along with people. Right. I want to, I want to do my best at, at the end of the day, respect their opinion. Hopefully they can respect mine and then we can still work towards something mutual. Um, in business, friendship, whatever, you know, I mean, I, uh, I've, I've had that happen and you know, it's, it can be easy for me to look at it from my point of view and go, well, that guy's just being, you know, I had something happen while back and you know, I sat there thinking, man, this guy's being, you know, a prick about this situation. He just, you know, I made multiple attempts to try to talk and he's being a prick, but you know what? He probably was sitting on the other side and just like, Hey, you know, James is sitting there just trying to smooth this thing out and I don't agree with him. He's a prick. You know, right? I mean, there's two sides to it, right? So I think at the end of the day is even if you can't agree, if you can flush it out and then at least make amends to the point where you can try to move forward. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, that's, that's super valuable. I mean, it, that, that entails into a lot of things is like not everybody's going to be happy with how things turn out. I mean, that's just point blank and you just have to accept it. Um, and going into integrity and have you ever like noticed like there's you have these tests in life, like little tiny tests in life where things will happen and you have a choice to either be uh, take the high road, take the low road or, you know, maybe not even that, just act a certain way. Like you have these tiny little choices in life and it could be something as small as, you know, buying somebody a cup of coffee or, you know, whatever it may be. You know, have you ever noticed like those little tiny tests? Sure. Oh, yeah. I think they're, they're constantly everywhere. I mean, I think what you look for is there, right? Right. And so, and that, that, that's valid. Um, and kind of going into that, I, the past two to three months, I've, I felt like every single week I've had these little things pop up and it's like, it's just like a little whisper in your ear. It's like, man, I gotta, I gotta act a certain way with this one. You know, this mm-hmm. one has to be dealt differently. Um, focus on this and going into that, like last, it was last weekend. I'm outside fixing, you know, something on my Jeep and these four little kids roll up in a bicycle you know, not a bicycle, but they're all on bicycles. I was going to say, that's pretty impressive off yeah. on one bike, huh? Yeah, so they, they, they all rolled up, and they kind of caught me off guard, and I turned around. He's like, is this $100 yours? And I'm looking around, and I'm like, this is a joke. This has got to be a joke. These boys are like maybe seven or eight. And I was like, do what? And they asked again, is this $100 yours? And I was like, 
um, no, that, that's, it's not mine. And so I, I, of course I dive a little bit deeper. I was like, you know, where did you get that? And they were like, we found it on the ground to get, uh, over there. And we were asking a few people or we were going to go around and ask some people if it was theirs. And I said, it's not mine, man. Um, but I, I, you guys definitely did the right thing with going to, around asking people. But I will say this, not everybody's going to say no, that it's not theirs. Okay. And I, you know, you may end up giving it to the right person, but you could also give it to the wrong person because uh, not everybody takes the high road when it comes to this situation. I felt like I was teaching these kids something, man. I was like, who am I? Yeah. I was like, who am I to, to be able to say something? But I was like, look, boys, I'm going to give it to you fair and square. Take it, split it up four ways and call it a day. Yeah. And you, you know, I mean, cause at the end of the day, they did their job to go around and, and find somebody, but you know, you find a hundred bucks on the ground, sure. anybody's going to, anybody's going to call it at that point. Yeah. So, but it, you know, it was one of those tests, man. And it just, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, that just happened. Like that just happened. Mm-hmm. And it would have been too easy to just say, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I had the same thing. Uh, actually just, you know, last night. So I'll just say, uh, you know, my wife and I, my daughter, we actually take turns every month. We donate to something, some kind of calls, uh, wounded warrior, um, doctors without borders. I mean, we just pick something every month and we make it a, a thing. We donate money to it. So we, we've been doing that, um, for a while and we rotate. So, you know, I go one month, Dylan goes one month, Danny goes one month, right? Well, uh, man, I had just had some stuff come up. My wife tore the mirror slap off her vehicle, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Which, by the way, holy shit, a mirror was $700. Like, yeah. you know, so uh, anyways, it was, it was that, and it was just like, ah, oh, and then we were doing some traveling, and I was like, I oh, will skip this month. So I skipped, all right? Uh, and then this month it comes up and I just got a couple of things going on, like just a lot of stuff going on. It just seems like it's just been adding up here lately. So I'm like, ah, we'll just probably skip this month again. You know, we'll pick up next month, get back on track. But you know, and then I realized like, I'm looking at that wrong. Like we, we set a discipline to say that we were going to do that. I wouldn't skip if it was a hundred bucks that I'd promise or, you know, 500 bucks or whatever, right? If, if I promise to do something for myself or something I've been wanting and said, okay, on this day, I'm going to get it right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't short my cable bill, uh, and then not have cable. Right. So it's like, why am I shorting this? You know, this is ethically, this is wrong for me. We, we said we were going to do something and every time I turn around, if there's a few bucks extra going out somewhere, I'm going to skip it. And like, what the hell's the point? So, you know, turn around. I was like, okay, it's not happening. It's going to happen this month. Something's, something's cut somewhere else. Oh, well. But like, if we're treating it like this and it's something we track, then we're going to do it every time. And ethically, that, that bother, bothered me. Not because I'm special or because I go around talking about it and pat myself on the back, but it's just something we committed. We committed ourselves to. And we said we were going to do it. And we've been doing it. 
and then something made it a little difficult and then I changed my mind. Well then like, what's the point? Like what, what was my whole reason to even start doing it? If right. at the first little time of it being difficult, I tuck my tail and, and, and don't do it. Cause it's just easy to say, ah, that one we can skip. Those people we promised to help, they're not important anymore. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, they are. What's more important is your commitment. So, you know, I, I challenge people who are listening to this right now, like if, if you made a commitment to do something and you're, you stop doing it just at the first sign of trouble, then you're bitching out. Like you need to really think a hard look on that because when it comes to something bigger, you're going to bitch out there too. Like you're showing what you're capable of. Right. You right. know, I mean like you, you show that your discipline can, can, can waver very easy. Now I'm not saying that if you committed to be on a contract with somebody for something and then, you know, it's like if you started a business and then you took out a lease on a building and then six months in your business crashed. Well, no, you probably shouldn't not feed your kids to pay your lease. You should probably go to the person and say, Hey, lease isn't going to work anymore. Right. This business model didn't work. I'm out. Right. And then do what was right. But you know, so I mean, I, I mean, I think there's reason to everything, but if you're just not doing something cause it's inconvenient when you promised or, you know, put your word behind it, even just to yourself internally, then you, you need to, you really need to think about that. Consider yeah. that. Yeah. And I what mean, kind of type of person you're, 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 you're being. Yeah. And, and, and ethically, um, you know, ethics, there's integrity. I mean, there, there's so much that entails, but there's also a dichotomy on each one of those. Like there's a way to go too far in one way. And then there's another way you can go too far in the other direction. And so it's, it's all about keeping it in that middle, uh, that middle focus, right? Understanding when another commitment is higher than another and knocking out those little tiny rocks, man. The little rocks are what everybody skips over and that's what builds. That's what builds, man. So when you say little rocks, what do you mean? Just, you know, okay. So if you want to look at it in the easiest way, your daily task on a, on a regular basis, you know, those are little rocks, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't get done one day, they're not going to make a difference. If they don't get done in a week, they're probably not going to make that big of a difference. But you, if you stop doing those little rocks a month, two months, they're going to start adding up and then that they're going to weigh bigger than the big rocks. See what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's those simple things. It's the easy things. It's, it's those things that you may be able to look over for a little amount of time, but over a, a long term, they'll, they'll, they'll start adding up. Uh, but you know, with- so I think to, to the point, you know, it's kind of interesting. We talked about two different subjects here, but they really, they really meet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at first you talked about, um, we, we discussed through, you know, how something changed that dynamic of something changed and you're, you're not going to, since it changed for you, it's going to have to change for other people. It's affecting other people. Right. And that's understandable. I mean, you, you couldn't, you can go out and make a guarantee, you know, your, your business has changed and you need to be able to flow with that. And uh, once again, like I said, I think if you pay somebody what was owed to them, you know, you make the deal square. 
You know, I mean, that's it. Timeline changed on you, you changed on it. But then we reflected over to, you know, morals and ethics and, and trying to work by what, what internally you believe is right. And uh, you're right. There's, there's constant uh, challenges to, keep you aligned with who you are you know some reason i keep coming back like there's stripes painted on the road man you need to make sure you stay inside of them so don't ever put uh you know everybody listen i mean there's two pieces of that at the end of the day you got to do make the decision you think is right uh morally ethically uh one that you can live with and then the second piece is you know but also you know know your boundaries be true to those and honor what you say you're going to do. Even if it's something that you screwed up on a while back, if you think you can go back and make that right, I encourage you to do so. Yeah. Um, I think all that energy goes back out into the universe, man. I mean, I'm, no, I'm with you. All that energy is there. People, people, you know, it, it comes together. It does. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tie it up real quick. How much time we have left? Um, you got about three minutes. Okay. So a uh, quick little story and I'll make it as fast as I can. I visited my granddad um, about a couple months before he got sick and he was meeting with uh, his buddy, Alan. And when I left that day, Alan said to me, keep it in the middle of the road, Jack. And at the time I, I just laughed about it cause I didn't understand what it meant. Right. And now I understand it completely. And I, I definitely appreciate him him saying that because now it all clicks and there's some things like that you don't understand at the time and you look back on it and it's like, damn. And then I want to say uh, the, the dichotomy of leadership came out today uh, by Jocko Willing and Leif Babin. Check it out. Good. Yep. So I think, uh, I think we'll tie up. Yeah, I got my pre-ordered. I pre-ordered. I'm just waiting for mine to show up in the mail. Oh, well, I went ahead and bought mine on audio book. And I'm waiting for the other one in the mail. So, gotcha. That's how we roll. Awesome. Uh, to all the grinders out there, if you like being referred to that, or all the listeners, we thank you guys and gals for giving us an opportunity. Um, if you um, not subscribed, I recommend subscribe, or at least go back and like if I if I listen to a podcast that I kind of like, but I'm it's kind of crazy, but I'm not ready to commit to it because if I subscribe to a podcast, I'm going to listen to every episode, right? Are you the same? Man, I just, I, Are you the same that I just find and I just subscribe to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes, right. But like I, I I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. Well, I'll go back through and I'll find like three or four more episodes. It's just whatever the title maybe sticks out to me. I download them all. And then after I listen to those four episodes, I decide if I'm going to subscribe or not. Yeah just kind of the way I do it. But um, anyway, so if you've only listened to one or two, go back, cherry pick, pick a couple, see what you think about us. Yeah. If you find an episode that really sticks out to you and has something that if there's somebody in your mind that sticks out, send it over to them. Recommend it. If you haven't, we greatly appreciate reviews. Reviews are awesome. We love the feedback as well. I mean, I've went through and read every review, which is pretty easy because we don't have a ton make it more difficult for me, make more (laughs) more reviews for me to read and get feedback on. So I appreciate all y'all. Addison, where can they find you at? Addison, the real estate guy on Instagram. And then I'm JD Chapman. Four on Instagram. I just forgot it. 
Yeah. I like it just that. left me. I haven't been very, bi- I haven't been very social lately on social media. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been spending too much damn time. Yeah. I just haven't felt it, man. I haven't felt it. Somebody bring me back from the brink. All right. Well, I guess we, uh, we're going to tie the bow on it here. And until next week, keep it in the middle of the road. Keep it in the middle of the road. <laughs> Excellent.